Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. Human relationships play out through the interactions between two people. Unsurprisingly, many factors enter into those interactions. They include traits or attributes of the partners who are interacting. Other factors consist of how the partners treat each other. In this episode, we'll consider a range of factors that either strengthen and nurture relationships or undermine and weaken them. Here, we'll describe three categories of relationship traits that can deeply affect relationships, and we'll see how those categories are related to one another. In the following episodes, we'll delve into each one of those three categories in more detail. Relationships exist between two people, and thus the nature of the interacting partners, their character, beliefs, and other personal traits can strongly color the relationships in which those partners are involved. Those traits are characteristics of each of the two individuals in a relationship. They have roots that are internal to each of the partners. By interacting with each other, partners come to form a mental model of what their partner is like. That is, partners develop beliefs about one another. We can never experience anything exactly as someone else does. Thus, the best understanding that we can have of what another person is like is captured in our beliefs about them. Those beliefs, taken together with our perceptions about experiences that we share with a partner, lead us to develop attitudes toward our partner. For example, if we see that our partner is consistently calm and secure, we are likely to appreciate them as a steadying force when we and they are faced with challenges. We see them as reliable and strong, prompting feelings of confidence and trust from us. As each person in a relationship forms their mental model of their partner, they observe their partner's personal traits and how those traits affect the relationship. For example, a person who is frequently angry or irritable is likely to put their partner on guard. The partner to such a person will come to see that person as a potential powder keg around which the partner will feel guarded and insecure. Thus, the personal traits of the members of a couple will be a major component of the beliefs and attitudes that the partners will develop toward each other. The partner's attitudes and beliefs about one another affect how they treat each other. Good treatment puts money in the emotional bank, while unwelcome treatment makes withdrawals from each partner's account of goodwill. The long-term pattern of deposits or withdrawals determines whether each partner feels that there's a large enough balance to remain in the relationship. In addition to that long-term pattern, individual high-impact transactions, such as the large emotional impact caused by infidelity, can alter the course of a relationship. Relationship partners observe and interact with one another, forming their internal beliefs and attitudes about one another. The personal interactions that occur between them give each partner an evolving sense of how well-treated they are by their partner and of how satisfying their interactions are. Note that in the Two Open Doors model of relationship, what each person sees in their partner and experiences with them can act as a metaphorical door that each participant can either open or close in the relationship. Open doors encourage and enable connection, while closed doors impede or prevent connection. Because relationship is a two-way street, healthy connections can only be sustained in a relationship in which both of the participating partners' doors are open to each other. Now that we've laid out how personal traits, attitudes, and beliefs about one's partner and partner treatment interact in a relationship, let's focus in on some specific personal traits that can strongly affect the relationships that a person participates in. 
As we've noted in prior episodes, a viable relationship can't exist without a foundation of trust. Trustworthiness is rooted in the knowledge that one's partner is honest and in the knowledge that they live in integrity with their beliefs. We need to be able to see that our partner acts in accord with what they say and that they live in alignment with what we know of them. Lack of transparency or dishonesty can undercut that essential trust. Safety is also an essential foundation for relationship. We need to know that a partner who says that they care about us will respect us and will not engage in volatile or out-of-control behavior that could threaten our safety. We need to be able to feel secure in being with them. Feeling safe comes from knowing that our partner has good self-control and that respect will keep them from violating boundaries that we have established with them. Several personal traits are powerful tools in dealing with the challenges that life presents. Seeing those traits in our partner can bolster our confidence in the strength of our relationship with them. Intelligence, both in the general IQ form and in the emotional intelligence EQ form, can help deal with relationship challenges. General intelligence brings depth of understanding and cleverness to problem solving, and emotional intelligence provides an understanding of how people work, that is, knowledge of social interactions and motivation. Curiosity and openness to novelty and experimentation can help keep a relationship fresh and vigorous. Especially in longer-term established relationships, partnered life can become routine and predictable, losing its excitement. A couple can get caught up in seeking stability, predictability, and control. Being willing to engage with new opportunities can counter the boredom that can accompany too much sameness. People vary widely in their desire and tolerance for new experiences. Still, growth can't happen in the absence of change and challenge, so being at least somewhat experimental gives a relationship legs. Relationships evolve as do the circumstances of people's lives. If the partners in a relationship are unable or unwilling to adapt as these life changes occur, the partners may find themselves moving in different directions with respect to life goals and activities. Should that occur, it's likely that either the couple will eventually decide to break up, or they will remain trapped in a relationship that provides insufficient personal satisfaction. People who have the traits of flexibility and adaptiveness are better equipped to deal gracefully with changes than are those who take a more rigid approach to life. Partners who are flexible are able to adapt to changes in their partners and in themselves. Those who try desperately to hang on to how things were early in the relationship will experience high stress as they see changes unfold, and they will likely fail in attempts to prevent those changes. In relating to a partner, we need to be careful to not burden them with duties and requests for which we are in fact responsible. Otherwise, our partner may be distracted from trying to be their own best self, and they may also grow tired from carrying a load that isn't theirs. It's important for each partner to focus on self-care. Some belief systems view any focus on oneself as selfish and therefore bad. In reality, though, each of us owes it to ourselves to see that our basic needs and desires are met. If we don't do that, we may find ourselves growing unhappy because we're missing something essential. That might cause us to blame the deficit on our partner, thus weakening our relationship. In addition, if we don't properly care for ourselves, we may not find the energy or the will to support and nurture our partner. As is said in the TSA airline script, fasten your own oxygen mask before you fasten others' masks. Self-respect is another personal attribute that is essential for healthy relationships. All relationships entail negotiation, such as in the course of agreeing on goals for the relationship. Each partner in the relationship has comparable worth and thus deserves the same level of respect. 
Each partner needs to have enough self-respect to ensure that they also command respect from their partner. Without that, a partner may feel disrespected and they may unfairly blame their partner for that, instead of acknowledging that they never clearly stated what they needed from their partner. To cite two other personal attributes that are important for durable relationships, it's important to recognize that every relationship comes with challenges. That's especially true for long-term committed relationships. The participants in a bonded relationship typically desire to be with each other for a long time. With that goal in mind, they make commitments to each other. The form of such commitments can vary widely, ranging from a full melding of partner resources and living circumstances to a simple but mutual dedication to preserve a deep friendship. If either partner is unable or unwilling to invest themselves in the relationship by making such commitments, the bond will not be stable. That's why many relationships founder at the point at which one partner is ready to make commitments, but the other isn't. It truly does take two to tango. Mutual commitment boosts feelings of trust and security for both partners. Since relationship isn't always sweetness and light, personal strength is also a very desirable personal trait in relationship. Even short-term relationships can call upon the partners to make sacrifices and compromises. Long-term relationships are truly a marathon since a couple encounters many, sometimes daunting, challenges during a long relationship. Tenacity, discipline, and faith in the value of the relationship all work synergistically with commitment to give the relationship staying power. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group for posts and discussion and the Two Open Doors meetup group for events. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.